0: very good morning out there welcome to another live broadcast my name is Isaac Phillips at I want to especially welcome everyone this morning connecting with us joining us wherever you're joining from whatever timeline time zone that you're connecting from this morning I want to specially welcome you this is the day that the Lord has made we want to bless the Lord for his mercy and goodness and grace we want to thank him once again for granting us another opportunity to be alive and to be alive in his purpose thank you so much Uh, Sister Diony for joining this morning and anyone out there joining us this morning, welcome to the Potter's Gate online broadcast. This is a platform where heaven has ordained for us and has given to us in this season to express his heart, his mind, particularly his prophetic intention in the earth. I believe the Lord this morning that once again, we are going to continue in the journey of search and, and and rediscovering God's heart, God's mind for this brand new season. This is a crucial time that we are living in. We are living in one of the most uh, 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 blessed, of course, a uh, 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 prophetic season. But we need to have amen, the right spiritual understanding. We've got to have the right spiritual gear. We've got to wear the right spiritual mindset. First of all, let me also apologize for starting a bit late. The day has been a bit, you know, uh, clumsy for me, if you will. I've been into so many things, but thank God I am here this morning. I want to believe God, Amen. Uh, to kickstart this morning with, you know, some wonderful spiritual foundation uh, in the place of prayer as we as we just get our heart ready. Thank you, uh, Brother Derek, this morning for joining. I want to thank God for uh, His goodness and mercy. Thank you, Sister uh, Kumisa for joining we want to thank god amen for his blessings his his will his purpose that will find expression again in our life father we thank you we bless you we worship you our heart rejoices in you this morning we celebrate your voice we celebrate your heart your mind we are here this morning yes father to connect with you we're not here to see anyone we're not here to watch anyone we are here oh god to hear from you It is your voice that we are longing for. It is your mind that we want to gain entrance into. Yes, Father, when we have your mind, our life becomes reformed. It is your word, it is your, it is your spirit in us that brings, oh God, transformation to our life. And therefore, your word says we need to open up to receive the mind of Christ. Lord, I cast down every imagination, every thought, every high thing this morning that seek to exalt itself above your counsel, above your will. I bring them down. I bring myself, oh God, under the influence, under the control, under the power, under the authority and the government of your kingdom. I declare this morning that less of me none of me but all of you be crowned king this morning in this realm in this arena take your place lord as people join from different part oh god of the city of the nation we pray oh god that as people connect with us from different part of the world different part of the continent we pray this morning that we will connect to the greed to the power to the reality to the life of your spirit that our spirit lord this morning Will be ministered to in a different light, in a different way. Father, we have come to your table. We want to sup. We want to eat. We want to drink. Jesus, your word declares that except we be part, yes, of your of your of your table, except we feast on you, we have no part in you. And therefore, we have present ourselves this morning. Yes, we ask, O oh God, that as you invite us and as we have come, Lord, with the right garment oh God, that we will hear you. Yes, your word declares that the things your things are spiritual and only spiritually minded people can understand. You said these things are not for the carnal. So Father we lay aside every form of carnality, agendas oh God yes projections oh God thoughts, frames, patterns oh God that are not yes aligned with your will. We lay them aside this morning we declare this morning Father Christ let your son be magnified in us. Let your your son Jesus Christ be glorified in our mortal flesh, in our mortal body. We cast down thoughts and imagination and every high thing that exalts itself above the will of God, above the counsel of God, wherever we are, wherever we are watching from, we declare this morning, let Christ be exalted so that we can manifest the glory, the power, the essence, the authority, the dominion of Christ into the realms of our space. We thank you this morning, oh God, that as your kingdom comes, comes and find leeway in our life that through our life we can manifest the glory of that kingdom oh god into every other place into other every realm and so we thank you for what you're doing this morning thank you for your will thank you for your word thank you for your spirit thank you for the power and the authority of your word that is going forth this morning thank you lord because this these are words oh god that you have given unto us these are words that you have committed unto us and we declare this morning that we shall be custodian yes to the authority of your word, we shall be custodian to the authority of your counsel, we shall be custodian to the power, yes of your kingdom, we bless you this morning, may your kingdom continue to find expression, may your kingdom continue to advance, may your kingdom continue to move, oh God, we pull down in the name of Jesus, every intention we come against every high thing we come against every ungodly mind, we come against every spirit oh God, of fear and doubt, insecurity we come against the spirit of the lies of the enemy, we come against deception we come against seduction we come against falsehood we come against in the name of Jesus false projection we raise a standard this morning we proclaim and we declare our life shall be indeed a manifestation of God's counsel God's prophetic intention for our day we thank you father that your spirit oh God is matching is moving on you are moving through us you said you will build your church we are the church that you are building we are the ecclesia showing forth and revealing your counsel we will carry forth this morning your light your glory to the ends of the earth through this place oh God who will continue to proclaim and declare may your kingdom come may your will be done on earth oh God may your will be done in our life find expression in us through us this morning touch my lips touch my eyes my ears every part of my being my brain oh God the faculties that define who I am as a human being Lord touch it oh God let Christ find yes oh God yes his authority sit this day in me so that my life Can become the very extension of your kingdom in the earth. This is my prayer. This is my desire this morning. That we come into oneness with you. That we come into purpose with you. That we come into divine agreement with you. We say, Father, this morning, may every words of men come to an end. May your word be exalted. May we be people, God, who honor you. Who honor your word. May we be people who honor your word. May we be people who honor your truth. May we be people who honor, who honor your call. You have called us with a holy calling. May we honor this calling this morning. And this is why we are dealing with this truth, O oh God. That we will have a better, a clearer insight and an understanding of who you have defined us to be from the foundations of the earth before the earth was formed. You said you have called us before time began. So help us, oh God, to relocate, oh God, our position, our identity in your eternality. It is our desire this morning that we will stop living life, oh God, based on the on the on the on the projection of the flesh. That we will stop living life, oh God, based on the ideologies, oh God of the fallen nature. It is my desire this morning that once again we will be motivated via your spirit to further enter into that eternal realm, oh God. You said, this is life eternal that they may know you. It is our prayer this morning as you constantly, continually engage us, particularly in this season, oh God, that we need to be reintroduced to you the truths so that the truth can introduce us to other departments, other realities of who we you are so that we can better represent and reflect you in the earth. It is my desire this morning again that we will embrace you. We will embrace the truth. We will embrace your will. We will embrace your will, your ways. We will embrace your counsel. We will embrace, oh God, your desire. We will do away with, yes, the things that we have imbibed, the ideologies that we have imbibed, the things, cultures that we have inherited, fighting your will in our life. We will lay them down this morning at your feet. We proclaim, Christ this morning be crown king over our life over our minds our thoughts our space that we will not see again where the kind of eyes we will no longer look at things look at others look at ourselves oh god with carnality with ungodliness with fear and doubt and insecurity that we will no longer project oh god that the values that we have imbibed and we have borrowed we have we have been cultured with, with babylon by babylon that we will lay aside oh god the identities of egypt and babylon the identities of bondage that we will lay them aside lord that we will enter into the realm of your spirit that our lives Oh God, will enter into the newness of your intention That your authority this morning will finally weigh into our life we proclaim this morning, come reign in us and through us Your kingdom come May your kingdom come May your will be done on earth As it is done in heaven This is our prayer, Father, this morning This is our longing this morning that everything that we are and that we represent will flow from the river, from the stream of your spirit. So come Lord, have your way. Do your desire, do your bidding in us, in oh God. Oh, hallelujah. Thank you, Jesus. Amen. Oh, hallelujah. Thank you. Thank you. Oh, Jesus. Hmm. Thank you, Jesus. Thank you, Father. Oh, we glorify you, me. Oh, Jesus. We glorify you, Jesus. Oh, Halalabaye Corobos Yes. Jesus Not else to me save that thou art Oh Jesus thou my best thought, by by Yes you are my best thoughts. Oh Rabba Baba Yedalabashan. Be wisdom, Yes, Jesus. Thank you Father hallelujah welcome everyone again this morning I want to just thank God for his love his mercy and his goodness in our life this is another day the Lord amen has given to us as an opportunity to be part of his divine intention right uh, I'm just trying to quickly get into a file here and then we are going to start. There's so many things the Spirit of God, amen, is saying to us, is revealing to us and we are tracking in this brand new day, right? And I just feel in my spirit that we need to continually yield ourselves. We need to continually yield ourselves, amen, to the directives and to the intentions of god now the spirit of god has been speaking to us of course this is our prophetic school this is where we speak and we talk about amen the formation of our spiritual development in terms of you know walking in that grace that is that is that is uh defined in leadership okay but we have been saying that we cannot walk in the power amen of, of leadership if we don't have a well solid a well-established you know prophetic spirit all right so the prophetic spirit is what established for us the parameters the framework of how we ought to live our life all right in moving and in advancing the counsels of God so we've been dealing with all of this and uh, wow the, the, the last Sunday's teaching wow I was listening to that this morning. What, what a word, what a release of the spirit. I I want to encourage us again to go back and listen to, you know, these teachings that we have done, particularly the last Sunday, you know, sessions that we we did is so profound. So, so, so profound a word that, I mean, if we are hungry, if we're searching, if we're questing for truth, now that is a word that can actually shift our spirit and bring us into a better position where we be, we become instruments, Amen, and and a reflection of God's of God's heart and of God's mind, and I really want to encourage us. I want to really, really ask that the Lord, Amen, will grant us, you know, the capacity to constantly and continually yearn for truth, because indeed, what we are battling for in this season, Amen, is not just about truth, but Amen, grabbing the the the, the whole essence of truth. Because the enemy is doing whatever he can right now to shift our focus away, to distract us, amen, from the heart of God's, you know, you know, our, our purpose for our day and, of course, for our generation. And as we continue to, you know, enter into this new day, into this season, all right, where we are seeing the awakening, amen, of the spirit of the age. And, of course, you understand when we talk about the spirit of the age, we're dealing with, amen, some powerful, satanic, demonic forces, all right, that have... Agreed to interface with, of course. That women, we excuse me, man has agreed to, you know, to to interface with, amen, so that they can begin to walk in our day. In, in other words, the spirit of the age is 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 that powers, that influence, that satanic activity that we saw back in the days of Noah and the rest, amen. That I have come to find. A place of agreement in our day, and therefore they are walking amen, to make sure that as they as they try to hinder the people of the old, as they try to stop and frustrate the counsel of you know great prophets, you know from from Noah and the rest of them, all right, that they also seek to frustrate and to stop. So why we live in this day that is is everything is looking modern? That is not in modern. The, the, the spirit behind, amen. The age that we live in, amen. Are, are, Powerful satanic spiritual, you know, uh, uh, um, projections that if we are not careful, we will fall into. Amen. Their lies, and that's why this morning I posted a few few words just to steer our heart. One of the one of the core. One of the assignments, amen, of a true prophet is to help us to identify, is to help us to come into what is going on within our space and atmosphere and know how to, amen, engage and know how to deal with things and know how to respond, okay? So I believe one of my assignments is to constantly look into the heart of God, the mind of God, amen, of course, the word of God, amen, and and bring out what the Lord, amen, is, is, is emphasizing so that we are better you know equip prepare and ready we don't fall into amen the lies of the enemy we don't allow the enemy to, to you know to, to 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 you know to to invade us unprepared the bible says guard your heart with all diligence the bible says be ready at all times amen that is a sense of life that we have to have we have to develop that's a sense of you know mentality and, and this is why we're talking about having the mind of Christ. The mind of Christ allow us, amen, to to be, of course, to be prepared, to be furnished, to be ready and to know how to engage life and all of this, amen, is important to dealing with, amen, uh, uh, the nature of the days that we live in. Of course, these are glorious days. Christ is coming and and like we have said in time past, what we are seeing taking place all across the earth, amen, is the manifestation, is the coming, amen, of the kingdom of God. The more the kingdom of God comes the more we feel amen the nearness the closeness of the kingdom the more we are gonna continually have amen this rumbling and this earthquakes and all these crises all right so how we define crisis amen should be from amen, a spiritual or if you will a prophetic perspective we should not handle crisis amen from the humanistic worldly point of view if we do we will be submerged amen we will sink like the Titanic so we want to understand that the days that we are living, amen at days of the coming of the kingdom of god and in the in the context of that coming all kinds of things that are not aligning to the will of god will begin to fall away and fall aside amen and of course when god is coming when christ is coming he comes first to his church all right that's the pattern when he when god wants to reveal himself in any in any generation in any time amen he comes first to his people all right? and of course, his, his his first appearance is always the first manifestation of his of his revelation, of his coming, amen his judgment. Judgment means to put things in order. Judgment means to put things in order. So many other the things that many you know many people are facing right now. I hope you understand that the Lord has come in our day. Amen. There is a present revelation of Christ in the earth. There is a present manifestation, amen, of God's voice, God's will. We are coming out of the ark. Amen. Now we are living a day that is post-corona. Amen. A day that is post the Sabbath. Hallelujah. We have witnessed a powerful move of God. And of course, we are in the midst of that move. Amen. And 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 all of the things that is happening right now must be clearly understood so that we present to God, Amen, the right answer attitude the right value system the right mindset the mind the right you know response system so we amen we are able to align and walk amen and follow in this transition we are moving somewhere we're going somewhere we're going out to meet the lord hallelujah we're going out of the camp to meet with him amen he's come he has come he's still coming but at this moment amen there is a present footprint, there's a present manifestation, there's a present emphasis of Christ in the earth and we've been able to capture, amen, that word, amen, in terms of declaring the coming out of the ark and i'm relating that amen to this teaching that we're doing on the prophetic because the prophetic basically must capture amen the speakings of god the 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 intentions of god the desires of god amen and the walkings of god among his people when god is walking in the earth most time we don't see it the bible says and god will come down at the cool of the day and interact with man there is a coming that there's a walking within the gardens of of some people right now amen And we've got to know how to welcome him, how to bring him in, excuse me, how to invite him, amen. Excuse me. This is the time where we've got to allow the Spirit of God to allow us, amen, to to connect with him. And for us to be able to do that, we began to look at some key points for, you know, for for a while now. I'm going to go back to some things we, we spoke about yesterday. Please, I want to beg you again, go back and listen to the last Sunday's teaching we did. Amazing 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 teaching i mean i'm saying to myself this is a book on its own but 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 i want us this morning Excuse me. I want us this morning again to look into some things. What are we trying to catch? You see, I always like to bring context and and direction to what we're dealing with. What are we trying to do? We're trying to recapture. We're trying to regain, amen, the mind of God, the heart of God for the prophetic spirit or for the prophetic generally. You understand? Of course, the prophetic, amen, is, is the default, you know, life that God wants us to live on earth. The prophetic is the default life. In other words, any any believer, any Christian, all right? any person who is born again and full of the spirit, or right? born again, you're full of the spirit, you should by nature be prophetic. But that's not something that will just start happening, all right? You need to be nurtured. You need to grow. You need to develop in an environment that allows that, amen, to begin to function. New. And that's why we talked about three things last Sunday, all right? We, we, we talked about, you know, three things that defines our prophetic spirit. We said the first one is love. The second one is holiness. And the third one we say is the sovereignty of God. In other words, the, the, the idea that God has rule over us, that God has rule over the earth, that God has rule over our home, over our finance over our children, amen, that there are no areas of our life where, okay, you know, the idea of God becomes secondary, all right, that is the third point, okay, if we if we align the first love, holiness, and sovereignty, we put those, th- those three structures together, it gives us certain spiritual framework that allow us, amen, to develop what we call, amen, the prophetic spirit or the prophetic environment. Okay, the prophetic. Basically, we say, amen, is knowing the heart of God, knowing the mind of God, knowing the intentions of God. In fact, I, I, I gave some definition this morning on my timeline. But let's let's go back to this uh, uh, scripture. Let's go back. Excuse me. Let's go back to you know this uh, 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 sc- sc- screenshot that I did, which of course I shared last Sunday. All right, we said love, holiness, and sovereignty. Those are the those are the three core. Cod, if you will Alright, and I went explaining that love means, amen, to be nurtured, amen, excuse me, yes, to, to have trust. That's the first key into love, alright, to have trust. Of course, we're talking about trusting God. And then the next one we say is to be nurtured. When we when we trust in God, we will allow him to nurture us, amen. We are all product of, amen, how we've been nurtured, where we've been nurtured, the environment that shapes us, amen. That's the, that's the second thing, nurture. Then, of course, nurture is what gives us, if you will, confidence. Confidence. Confidence is that idea that we are sure. We have a sense of understanding. We have a sense of, you know, a, a certainty. We are connected. We have boldness. We, 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 we know what we're talking about because we have been built, amen, in the, in the place of trust, nurture, and confidence. All right. That is love. Whenever we have the love of God walk in our life, these three things must be evidential, must be manifesting, amen. The trust. The trust. You can't talk about the love of God without trust and in fact you cannot talk about loving other people without trusting them all right you've got to learn to trust people trust we we, we grow to learn to trust we've got to learn it's it's part of the you know the, the 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 thing god has given man amen to be able to trust where there is trust amen there is love if there is love and there is no trust that love cannot fulfill amen its full potential all right love is designed for for a for a, for a purpose for to carry out something god doesn't just give us love because he's his love all right the love of god is to win us to him is to bring us to a place where we can see things where we can appreciate we can accept things, amen, and do things in accordance to his ways, his will, his counsel, his purpose, amen. Our life is motivated by love. You will notice that for a while we've been talking about, amen, returning back to love because love is one of the things, amen, that was lost, in the past order, in the past move, amen, in in, in in where we're coming from, amen, many many of us, the church we we, we left, okay, or maybe the church that, you know, uh, groomed us, amen, uh, the environment that groomed us, amen, the, the family that groomed us, amen, many, we, we, we never really got that, uh, you know, understanding and we were never really loved, if you will. All right? people, people, people may give you things, family may buy you things, your parents may buy you things, but they never showed you God. <laughs> they never showed you god many people amen live their life to the point that they have they've made certain you know huge decisions about life without having the very foundation amen that that allowed them to know how to engage you know that area of life from the from the perspective of the love of god amen because the love of god is a curriculum the love of god is not just an expression of emotion the love of god teaches us amen to abstain the love of god t- trains us to become the love of god amen develop us for identity the love of god is what gives us the boldness without the love of god in my life i will not be sitting where i am today I will certainly believe that I do not have what it takes. Amen. The love of God taught me how to trust. Amen. When you have been disappointed several times. Amen. The love of God says you've got to go back again. You've got to do it again. You've got to try it again. Yes, the Bible says love covers multitudes of sins. So you can begin to see that love. Amen. Is a core factor. Is a core structure. Amen. Of the formation, the development not just of the church of God but everything that God. Amen. Intended to to live and to grow in The earth. Without the love of God, we cannot grow properly. (laughs) So, therefore, that concept, the the, the principles of God's love, Amen, needs to be, Amen. You know, uh, what's the word now? Needs to be. We need to look at. We need to look at it again. We need to. We need to. We need to revisit, Amen, the meaning of the love of God. There is a church out there right now that is, you know, doing so many things, but we are not doing that in love. Alright, and, and I understand when I talk about love that we have to disabuse our mind from our own little definition, from our own kind of definition. Because to us, the love, love is just when somebody gives you something. Alright, love is when you you get what you want. Sometimes love means that you don't get what you want because what you want, amen, might actually destroy you. Alright. So it takes God's perspective, it takes the eyes of God, it takes, amen, the ascended the transcended understanding of life to understand what your life actually you know, should be seeking for, you get the point that I mean, yes, because if we don't understand love, love can be abused, if we don't understand love, amen, we can misuse it and we can, in fact, we can we can can allow the enemy through love to sneak into our life and destroy our garden, so we have to understand, some of the young A young lady growing up, you know, uh, looking so beautiful, you understand? And, 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 but was never really. Taught love at home was never really given what it means, what was never taught what love is, all right. And and therefore, such a lady, you know, suddenly, you know, at the teenage age, you know, met a girl and, excuse me, met, met a guy, and the guy said, You know what, I love you, and all of that. And the next, you know, two, three months, you know, this wonderful looking girl with, you know, great, you know, uh, 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 vision and, and, and directions and an objective to life for pregnant, only for the life of this young lady to be shattered because. Because now she's carrying something she was never ready for, she was not prepared for. an entire sense of you know, vision and 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 becoming somebody, you know, has, has been has been dashed to the stone. And here is the guy, he's gone. But it is the idea of love that has pushed that person, all right, to that, you know, to that, you know, to to that situation, all right. So the point is, if we do not understand what love is, if we don't understand what love means, we can find ourselves, all right, being abused, all right, by, by deception, by lying. So the love of God, amen, defines to us how we respond to life you say, what are you talking about? I'm talking about developing, man, a strong solid, amen, prophetic spirit you see, prof- the prophetic is not just about, like I always say it's not just about prophesying, it's not just about being able to see things, it's not just about all of the things that we claim we are doing or expressing in the name of God, the prophetic starts with the core foundation the core root, amen it deals with, amen, the framework that defines our life, amen it deals with how we understand. Understand life, how we see life, how we how we relate, amen, how we were taught, how we grew up. I know this is a difficult teaching, but hey, listen to this. This is where the prophetic begins from. Because if our life, if our thought pattern, if our idea of life, if our idea of self, amen, is still is still you know borrowed from the environment, from the world, if you will, from the you know, Babylonic concept of life. let's what? Guess what? In the next You know, uh, seasons of our life will be will be wondering, how did I get to this point? Right. In fact, you can be walking in in great gift. You can have gift. Right. The gifts and the callings of God. Amen. Without repentance, guess what? God has called us before the foundation of the earth. That is what the scripture says. Let me look at that scripture quickly. You know, because sometimes we mix these two together: the callings of God. All right, and the things that is required of us. Let me read this scripture quickly, alright? Because when we talk about the prophetic, it's Oftentimes, we just go into, well, somebody has to be called. The prophetic does not begin, amen, from the point of calling in terms of function. The prophetic begins, amen, from the context of calling in terms of being. The prophetic begins from a position, amen, of calling, our calling, amen, from a position of being, not from the position of function. Because when we, in the church, when you say prophetic, people always think of, Function, you know, that person can sing in the spirit. That person can prophesy. That person can see vision. That person can interpret dreams. That person can, you know, uh, you know, do whatever. You, you understand? It's not about function first. It's about construction. Is about the formation. Is about who you are, because who you are will ultimately define and determine how you are going to function. If your being, amen, is not aligned to the divine order, the divine. order, organogram the divine standard the quality life that heaven ordained for us why do you think God sent Jesus Christ to die on the cross he died so we can be redeemed back amen to God's divine intention to God's divine standard so that we don't live life amen walking you know and groping in darkness and assuming that all is well no he died to redeem us back to redeem means to buy us back and lead us back to the right order so that God's eternal plan and purpose for us you say for I know I know you don't know it. I know the plans that I have for you. He said there are plans of good, not of evil. When you think of that and you start aligning your life with that plan that is good and not evil, then you will embrace his way. You will embrace his will. You will embrace his standard. You will embrace, amen, the the, the, the things he has, he, has, he has brought across your path to build you. It's like going to school. Many of us go to school, amen. Uh, not all our lecturers that we love. Some lecturers are good. Some They are just very harsh and hard and difficult and difficult, but guess what? You know you need to pass, amen, that, you know, that, that's, you know, uh, uh, that class. You know that you, if you don't pass that lecturer's class, you're not, you're not graduating. So you have to do everything, amen, and make sure that you pass. That is how God's things are, alright? They gave us fivefold ministry. The way you relate or understand, amen, the, a prophet is totally different from the way, amen, an apostle will interact with you. is totally different from the way, amen, somebody with the ministry of an evangelist or a teacher or all, right? all of these dimensions, amen, have their own unique characteristics and expression in building t- us to the point where we can begin to align to God's divine will. What am I talking about? I'm saying that, all right, the prophetic is about the formation, the the, the realignment, amen, of our life back to God's original purpose. Uh, when I hear people talk about the prophetic and talk about, you know, you know, being a prophet and, you know, it's, it's, About what we can do. It's about you know how we can carry out things, but that is secondary. If, we, if you miss these things that I'm talking about, you know, we will we will fall into the same mistake that others fell into in the past. Alright? We cannot deal with the prophetic without correcting the mistakes of the past. Without correcting, amen, the, 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 the wrong, you know, our, our, our projections and the wrong perspective that has been laid within the minds of the church. Okay? We need to correct that. If the Lord is building his church, these are some of the concepts, amen, of, you know, divine construction. Alright? Uh, so let's look quickly. Look at the scripture because I'm dealing with an important point here. It says, uh, um, verse nine of Second Timothy one. It says in verse nine, it says, He has saved us and called us, all right, with a holy calling. He has saved us and, and 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 called us. He saved us and of course he called us. So when we are saved, we are also called. All right. He saved us and called us. Amen. Not because of our own works. Of course, it's not by our own ability and good, whatever. You know, he saved us and called us. Not because of our own work, but amen. But by his own purpose. He saved us and called us into purpose. He saved and called us, amen, through his own purpose, by grace. He has granted, by grace he he granted us, amen, in Christ. By the grace that he has granted us in Christ Jesus. Listen to this. He says, before time began, before time began. Now, to me, this is very important. Let me read that scripture again. He has saved us, He has saved us, amen, and called us unto a holy calling, not because of our own works, amen, but by his own purpose, by, by, you know, by the grace he had granted us in Christ Jesus. He said before time began. So we're tracking something, amen, that is timeless, that is formless in Christ. We're tracking something, we're looking at something, amen, that transcends time. You know, I made a statement this morning in one of my posts. I said, time is the manifestation of judgment. Whenever God, you know, judges or God decides to do something, all right? And we cannot see what God is doing in the spirit, And we wait for that thing to manifest in time. It will be too late. This is the beauty of the prophetic. the prophetic is a dimension of living life in eternity. What do I mean by that? Amen. Eternity is in the spiritual realm. Anything that is spiritual is eternal. Because the spirit because spirituality amen lives in God and God is eternal. So if we if we live life from a dimension amen that is eternal, all right? We live beyond time. We we live out of time. All right? Even though we are in time, we're in time because amen we we have a body. The body can only be contained in time alright, the body can only be contained in time, in space, amen, the body, your body can only be contained in time and space, amen, but if you begin to live in eternity, alright, you live out of time and you live out of space, are you getting the point that I'm making, and this is important as we understand our sense of spirituality, that though, amen, though we are in the flesh, though we are in this world the bible says we are not of this world the word we are not of this world means that our values operations and concept of existence amen is not defined or limited to this world this world amen is is is, is held by time in fact the bible says this world is in bondage the word that word bondage means <clears throat> that what bondage means is captured in time this is why creation is groaning This is why creation is growing to be delivered, amen, from the bondage of time. When the people who carry the life of God, who carry the spirit of immortality, begin to walk and interact, amen, with realities in time, amen, we have the ability to take things out of time into eternity. I hope that is a bit clear, even though I sound a bit, you know, uh, 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 technical. But, it, I mean, that is how we need to understand. So, the Bible says we have been saved and we have been called, amen, by a holy calling. It has to be sacred. We've got to understand the sacredness of God. We've got to understand, amen, that there is a calling upon our life. And this calling, amen, was 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 made by by God's purpose before time. So, even time is limited to space. You see, anything that is in time, amen, has a time span and it can age. If it's if 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 anything is bound to time, it, it can age. And if it can age, amen, it might be limited, amen. And it can be, it can be it can be it can be influenced if you're not careful. So the point that I'm making, and I hope you get this point, because I don't want you to be caught up with you know the technicality of what I'm saying. I want you to understand that we are called to live out of time. What does it mean to live out of time? You may want to ask me. Maybe this will answer some of the question that Sister Dione is talking about because I just picked that in my spirit now. All right, what does it mean? Amen. To live out of time to live out of time means to live in the spirit. When you live in the spirit, you're no longer bound, you're no longer bound, amen, to time and space. You're no longer bound to your body. That's why, amen, uh, uh, the death of the human body is not the finality, amen. It's not it's not our final judgment, amen. Amen. The human body or time is basically a gateway into another realm, into another life. All right? but I'm just using this to explain this this important aspect that this calling that we have that is prophetic by nature that is prophetic by design I'm sure by now you understand what it means to be prophetic it means amen to to you know to have access into the mind of god to see the heart of god to know the mind of god to understand the intentions of god and then to bring that to which you are you have seen, you've been, you've been told, you have, you have, you know, the prophetic. They say, come up, here, let me show you. So the, the, the first level of the prophetic, the first level of the prophetic is gaining sight into heavenly things. All right. The Bible, you will notice that all the all the all the ministry gifts are ascended ministry. Why are they ascended? Because they are not supposed to be, they're not supposed to be used, amen, by people that are bound to time. That's why you cannot kill the things of God. Because what you can kill, amen, is subject to time and space. shianda. What you can kill, what you can destroy, amen, is subject to, to time and space. Whatever is born in the earth is subject to time and space, including marriage. Marriage is of time and space. That's why in eternity there are no marriage there. They were asking Jesus about this question. He said, when you go to heaven, <laughs> there is no marriage there. Because marriage was designed for time and space, was designed to To function, to carry out a purpose in time and space So when we live in time and space We've got to understand that What defines how we operate Must be from an eternal realm So the prophetic function from an eternal dimension Eternity does not just mean living forever Eternity means living in God Father help me Eternity is not about Because when we talk about eternity We have this idea of everlasting Everlasting is a moment in God. <laughs> everlasting, the everlasting, they said this is life eternal This is life eternal that they may know you, that they may know the Christ life eternal eternity is to know God is to know Christ when we have the the life of Christ in us we have eternal life now that life amen is 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 what allow us to function within the structure amen of our ascended or if you will transcended life which is spiritual so spirituality listen to these friends spirituality is crucial is critical amen to functioning within the concept of uh, the, the, the ascended ministry or if you will the calling the, the reason why I said ascended ministry because all calling all callings, regardless of how big, small, you know, where that calling is, what we are called to, all callings, amen, are subject, amen, to the spirit of Christ. All callings, all callings are subject to the spirit of Christ. Now, the prophetic, the prophetic, listen to this, friends, the prophetic spirit, like we know, we've, we've said this, but the prophetic spirit, amen, is is the testimony of Jesus Christ uh, the prophetic is not about it's not just about to it's not a, it's not just about the ability to you know to give a prophetic uh, a, a word regarding the future it's not about just seeing the future all right because that's how we define see, that's why we're redefining i'm trying to help us to redefine what the prophetic is based on biblical view based on the ascended life all right? the prophetic is not foretelling foretelling is part of the prophetic but the prophetic is not foretelling the prophetic amen is not just about being able to give you know a, a word of knowledge it's not just about being able to give a word of wisdom it's not just about the gift of operating in faith it's not just about you know miracles and all of the things that all right we have made The major of the prophetic. All of the things that I've I've mentioned are part of the prophetic, but they are not the major. The major of the prophetic, listen to this. The major of the prophetic, the heart of the prophetic, core of the prophetic is what is called the testimony. Now, I've explained this word before, but I'm going to quickly just explain that again. Now, that word testimony comes from the word maturia. I want to quickly... Uh, Yeah, I want to quickly read this. This give you this meaning again. The word, the word testimony means maturia. It's 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 a Greek word, maturia, maturia, all right. M A R T U R I A, maturia, all right. And this word means evidence or evidential, all right. It means to give evidence as you are in a, in a, in a law court, all right, it's, is a word that is used in a law court, amen, to give an evidence, so, uh, somebody is called to come and stand, all right, in that booth, and he gives an evidence of something that he, he or she as what, witness, so, 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 amen, you know, the heart of the prophetic is to actually be, a witness of Christ. In other words, what, what what was Christ witnessing as a prophet in his day? Because Jesus is the chief prophet, right? All of the things we understand, all of the grace, all of the function, whatever... And I understand what I'm trying to say. Friends, let me break it down. The prophetic is unique. In other words, there are various streams in the prophetic but i don't i don't i don't just want to limit it to the prophetic because the word prophetic is, is is generic it's a general term all right for the expressions of the things of god but listen to this there are various kinds of prophets just like you have elijah jeremiah you know isaiah you know ezekiel all of this prophet amen are unique in their prophetic office if you if you if you try to compare Jeremiah to to Ezekiel, alright, you'll be making a big mistake because the the construct, the way they design them, earlier were 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 such so that they are able to function within the time space, amen, of their assignment. Every prophet is raised, amen, for a certain you know assignment in time and in space or region, if you will. You understand? So so they they prepare you for the space for you know the Region for you know the generation for you know for you know for the environment they will have you represent Christ because basically the ministry of a prophet amen is a chief representator. All right, it's not just a representator, it's a chief. You've got to put the word chief. A prophet is a chief representator. Prophets are all amen, the prophetic, of course, we represent God, but when it comes to a prophet, is a chief. Representative, if you will, is 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 he carries a dimension of the administrations of God regarding a region, regarding a realm, regarding a place, regarding a location. So whenever God wants to come in his prophetic activity or objective into South Africa, there are certain chief prophets that they must go to first. You understand? The Bible says, as the Lord was on his way, all right, to Sodom and Gomorrah, he made a stop because you know I, I uh, uh, Abraham was was a was a portal. It was a gate in the earth. Amen to the activities of God. Amen. Whenever God wants to move, God moves through His portals. Portals are humans. They carry certain realities, dimension, grace. Amen. Of the speakings of God. That before God does anything, they say, "Will God do anything?" Amen. With that first, first in order, first in time, first in space all right the proton all right without first that word proton amen is is the chief all right is the chief of them all right without first visiting without first telling is prophet so God walks through. That's why when God wants to do something amen, in the earth or like he's doing something in our day, prophets have already picked it. You know why? Because they don't live in time. Remember what I said earlier? That time is a point where things in the spirit gets to be manifest. Time is a portal all right, that invites spiritual things into human realm. But If you live in time, you are living in judgment. <laughs> you are living, amen, you are living in what I call is too late. When you're living in time, you're living in the realm it's too late. Whatever is manifest, have you noticed that the day amen, Mary gave birth to Jesus was not the day, amen, she received the seed. There, there's something that happens in the secret place, in the in the dimensions that is, is is totally, amen, oblivion to the human realm. There are things happening in my life right now that I can't even begin to share with people. Why? Wow, because this is between me and him. And that's what makes me a prophet all right it's not about if if i if i begin to do things in time it means the time of that thing has come the bible says, and it came to pass when it comes to pass it comes into time whatever comes to pass, come to pass comes into time if it if that thing reaches time then that thing is ready to be born it's no longer it's no longer hope the prophet lives in the reality of hope Alright, Hope is that which is unseen But you believe, you hope for it Why? Because there is a faith that carries you That's why I said the prophet They live in the future They are not just futuristic But they live in the future Why? Because Christ always lives in the future He is the same yesterday, today and forever Amen He is the same yesterday, today and forever Alright, The future is the past in God The future is the now in God Oh come on the future is the past in God, the future is the now in God. So when you live in when you live in eternity, you live amen, in the time frame of the spirit. And what that means is all right, you are able to transact a spiritual, you know, a, a business if you will, amen, within the confines of that which heaven, amen, has given to you. It this is this is very important. All right, so the word Maturia means amen, one who gives a witness of what they have seen. But now we are not talking about what we have seen in the natural realm. They said we were with him. Let's look at that scripture. Let's look at that scripture. Second, uh, uh, um, was that scripture again? Second Peter, um, if I'm not mistaken. Yeah, Second Peter chapter 1, verse 19 says, We also have this message. Listen to this. We also, have, we also have the message of the prophets. We also, in other words, other people had it before. So it's not limited to them alone. But Peter, Peter was saying, we also have these words, this message, amen. Prophets are messengers, all right? They bring something. They reveal something. They carry something that ought to be delivered to people. You understand? That's why you don't have to like my face, amen. To deliver the the courier man doesn't come to your house, alright? And and he's here to, he's there to give you a passage, a parcel, and you're looking at his face, or he's looking at your face. He say, oh, if you like, no, no. It just, in fact, most times they don't look at your face. They just give you the is he, is he your name? They get your identity, okay? Is you? They give you to, whatever to sign. Thank you. Good day. He's gone, alright? It, it's not about you know your pleasantry. No, 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 no. It's not about you. the fact that you gave him a gift You give him a drink you No, no, that's not his issue His issue is to deliver the parcel and he's gone He's gone is a messenger. Is a sent one. It's just that this concept, amen, of the of a sent one, is beyond just being a courier. Understand? <laughs> he must carry the heart, the mind, the values of everything that defines heaven. Must be must 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 be encapsulated in his message, in that which he's been sent to give to us. Are you getting the point now? It's important that we understand because if we don't understand this, you know, we will be looking for, Amen. You know, the 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 good face of the prophet. We will be will be trying to appease the prophet. Why the prophet, Amen, you know, his heart is on another reality, on another dimension, because that's how he has been designed. That's how he has been, you know, uh, 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 you know, wired. Because there's this this so there's there's a concept of being a witness, all right. So you understand that a prophet is a witness. A witness of something. You, 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 you remember when, you know, uh, was that guy at, at Liknada that, uh, that was alleged that he killed his wife? That, you know, what's that guy's name now? I've forgotten his name. Nobody even talked about him again. You know, one of the questions that they, they were asking back in those days where they were doing, you know, his trial. When they were giving evidence, they so say, "Did did you did you did you before you shot you know shot the you know, uh, 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 the the bathroom where your wife you know was all right? Were you aware? Did you see? Were you sure of you know what you were shooting at? All of the they were asking all of these detailed detailed questions. That I mean, anybody who could fail those questions they were asking very detailed questions. You understand? Now that is the work of one who testifies. You, you cannot say, well, well, I I, I thought I, I in fact I I I assume no 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 you, you can't use the word assumption. You cannot assume, neither can you presume when it comes to giving evidence in court. You have to be sure. You have to be certain. Excuse me, how many of us today are certain are sure of the things that we are testifying of when it comes to the things of God Did you, you see where my challenge is this is this is where my challenge about the things of God how people represent the things of God is because tomorrow then somebody says oh, well where well, I thought I thought God spoke to me I thought I heard God no 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 there are there are there are there are structures that are put in place in the things of the spirit that allow us to be certain of of knowing if this was God or something else you heard and these are the things that i'm trying you know had for us to understand that we cannot just wake up amen and and claim yeah, a, a spirit spoke to me i heard i had the voice even if you heard a the voice there are ways we can understand we can pick we can we can we can you know scan that spirit and know if indeed is of god or something else because there are all kinds of voices all kinds of jesus is manifesting nowadays there are all kinds of you know a, a, a christ out there today even jesus himself said he said before he is final arrival he said you will be having all kinds of jesus's visitations all kinds of people will be coming and claiming that they are the messiah that they are the christ so even himself he has not given to us amen how to identify him how to know who he is is he not jeopardizing our life of course he did and that is the thing that i want us to look at remember we looked at a scripture last last sunday Bible says yes, false prophets and false false teachers will be manifesting in the last day. And they will they will put the ways of truth to, to distribute. Is that not what we're dealing with? So so imagine me in this new day, in this dawn of a new day, talking about the prophetic, and I cannot help us to highlight, to understand, and to fish out, amen, to to bring out the, the, the lies that we have accepted for the truth, the presumptions and the assumptions that we have, you know, imbibe as the truth. If I cannot do that, then I'm adding to the problem. So this is not just about teaching you how to prophesy, now to see vision. That I can do and that will happen. Amen. But we need to lay the right spiritual footing. We need to lay the right spiritual foundation. We need to go deep into the root of what we claim. What we define. Amen. As The vessel that defines our prophetic identity and our prophetic environment. These are the things that we're dealing with. Because if we understand this, if we understand this, you can go to any place in the world. You can be put in any, 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 any place. You can, you can find yourself among any kinds of people in the earth. You will represent the intentions of God without thinking twice. Why? Because the structures that allow you amen to 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 reveal Christ is there is built in you the the, the formation of Christ is well established in you we are, we are we are forming amen the principles the patterns the values amen the, the 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 grace of Christ in us yes we know Christ in measure and therefore we can prophesy in measure prophesy in measure sometimes also means amen to give his words amen in dimensions all right. So, but as we grow into the full reality of the full man child, amen, we're able to express, amen, the fullness of God's heart. There are things about my life today that I've uh, that I've not fully, you know, grasped. I, I know the things God have shown me, but there are certain things that the Lord has decided to keep for Himself alright, because those are part of the things that makes him God, if you ever think that you will know everything about your life, sorry, you're making a big mistake, because if you know everything, then you don't need God again in your life, there are certain limitations, amen, that God places upon us, even as those of us who walk in in, in the in the concept, amen, of representing the, 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 the purposes of God in the earth, alright, yes, yeah, certain things that will keep it from you, because those things is what will keep you coming back to God, amen, and continually seeking him, so, We've defined that word maturea. It's important that Amen. We become true givers of divine evidence, so that when anything happens to you tomorrow and shake you, when anybody comes and lie to you, when circumstances come around you, Amen, and begin to project something else, you say, No, 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 no. We have a sure word. I have something. I know something. I've been somewhere. They've taken me to a place. I've seen something. Hallelujah. You see, it is. Why do you think God had to first of all present to Moses the burning bush without the tree consumed, without the leaf consuming? That is to give Moses an evidence. So that when he goes and stands before Pharaoh, and Pharaoh begins to perform his own thing, (laughs) Moses can say, well, I know God who is stronger than you. Because listen to this, there are powers in the earth. There are powers from from the intellectual realm, all right, to the spiritual realm, amen. To the emotional, there are certain people. Their emotion, if they come around you, they will make you do things that you you will never think in your life that you will do. They have such a strong sense of emotion. They, they will they, they, they will they will they will sneak in you. They will they will entice you to the point where you will find yourself eating that you know fruit. You you say I will never. <laughs> They they have strong emotional will. They compel you, all right. They they you say they've got influence, but that influence is satanic. It's satanic. And you know that as young people growing up, you know you come you come across certain friends. You the moment you come to your friend's house, <laughs> the things you've been you've been praying against, you've been you know overcoming for the past three months. Before you leave that friend's house, you find yourself drinking. You find yourself smoking they've got strong influence they influence you they compel you They make you do it come on go ahead do it then you do it someone will not even scream at you they you just they, they are certain people like that they've got and god give you see those are gifts that god has given to us that when those gifts are well built they're supposed to help others to do things positively but the devil hijacks it you see, that's why I was dealing with, amen. Those footings. You see, there are things locked up within the structures of our personality, alright, that have not been refined, that have not been transformed. All right and those things are still the gateway that the enemy all right will use to to circumvent the the plans and the purposes of God for your life all right why you're prophesying. why you have great word why you can see vision why you can pray you can pray storm down why you can do great things but there are things locked within a your your fall, your fallen human nature that has not been To it, you have not allowed the Lord, Amen, to gain entrance into those areas. So it's easy that as you're prophesying and you're seeing vision and you're doing great things, the enemy will use those back doors, those areas, Amen, to sneak in and so, just a tar. A little leaven. Leavens the whole arms. Yes. I call them little foxes that spoils the big things in our life. The little foxes that spoils the vine. Yes. If you don't understand, amen, those little foxes, if you have not identified them, ah, have you noticed how great leaders, I mean, look at David. Alright. You, you look at great men. Look at and Powerful. Look at the things that brought them down. Those are the things we ought to be dealing with in establishing the footing, amen, of the prophetic, in establishing the foundation, in building the framework. Because once you understand that, all right, the others, amen, is a given. We can just begin to walk and flow, amen. And, and you know, there are things, you see, these are the most difficult aspects in these teachings that I'm, we're doing. All right. Because once you understand this, you can go read any any book on the prophetic. You can do. You understand? That's 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 not a problem. But if these foundations are not, you, you see, some people, some people, as as I'm as, as as I'm speaking right now, some people, all right, will be loving the things that I'm talking about. They love it, but guess what? They are going to use it for their own selfish interest. Alright, those are the people that are sneaking on you through the window, they will not come through amen? the open door, they're always coming through the back door, they, they like what you're talking about, they appreciate what you're talking about, Alright, but they will go coach you and they will talk about the things that you're doing, but they will not acknowledge you Now those people are the people that we are dealing with in terms of understanding the heart and the core of what the prophetic. You see, you cannot use or abuse the things of God, amen, without following the divine order and protocols that addresses those things. So it's not enough, all right, that you're there. Why are you there? What is your motivation? It's not enough that you're listening to me. For all I care, I can only have two, three people listening to me. You understand? But if those two, three people understand what we're talking about, catch the spirit of what we're talking about, and are able to run, amen, with those three things, guess what? With those three, with, with, the, with, with the message, those three people are able to run with the message, guess what? My job is done. Than to have 80,000, 100,000 people following me, alright? But I, they, they, they desire, their agenda is totally, amen, outside the framework of divine order. That's the work of the prophetic. The prophetic is never about the fact that you're there, it's about why you're there. The prophetic deals with your motive. All right. That's why, amen, you've got to find yourself in that box of a witness. Have you been there? Have, have you been taught? Have you seen it? Amen. Have they shown you Christ? Or they showed you something that looked like Christ. It's the matter. It's a witness. Right? I'm not giving you a message for you to go preach somewhere else. No. I'm giving you a message to change your the structure of your own life. That's what I'm talking about. You see, this thing changed my life. I'm sharing of my own experience, of my own testimony. Yes. I appreciate the people connecting with us. Thank God for your life. Amen. But the heart is, I want to probe. I want to probe your motive. I want, because that is what God is doing. When God gives me this message, he's probing my own motive. So I must probe your motive. I must be able to, you know, bring out. We've, we've got to trouble the water. We've got to steer the water to make sure to know, hallelujah, that your motive, you see, you cannot handle the things of God. You cannot handle the, the anointing, if you will, the mantle of the things of the Spirit, hallelujah, with a corrupt mind, with a corrupt hand, with a corrupt intention. Tension, hallelujah, you will pollute The move of God in the earth In the days where anybody can set up their own prophetic schools Prophetic, you know, calling, prophetic Whatever, listen to this We have to judge that It's not enough It's not enough to want to run After a gift We're living beyond the gift We're coming to the day of the Spirit. And whatever is sustained by the Spirit, amen, has the approval of heaven. Whatever is sustained through the power of the Spirit has the approval of heaven. Whatever, amen, we are doing that is not sustained through the power of the Spirit, amen, no matter how people cheer it up, no matter how people hail it, no matter how people get to be drawn to it, heaven disapproves it. So you have to be falling on the rock of this prophetic prophetic voice. you have to be falling on the rock so that the what, the rock can break you. amen. you see, this, these are the days that we live in that we are falling on the rock, the rock is breaking us amen. You don't want that rock to fall on you because when that rock falls on you, you can't get up again, you'll be crushed. You'll be crushed into powder. That's what the scripture says. But when this truth falls on you, amen, when this truth, when you hear this truth and you fall on it, and it breaks you, you become more humble, you become more supple, you become more worthy, you become, amen, a vessel that is meet for the master's use. This is the heart of what we're dealing with. We cannot drop the standard. So if you want me to drop the standard, you better leave let me repeat what I've just said, if you want me to drop the standard, you better leave, you better stop following me because I'm not going to drop the standard, I do not live for man, speak Lord, I do not live for man, I live for the kingdom I live for Christ, I live for his truth I live for his purpose, I live for his intention, if you want me to drop the standard of this thing if there is ever an outer, amen of you not seeing an idea what this man is talking about is too much, live! live! Many are called, few are chosen That must be for somebody I don't know who you are But that definitely must be for somebody This is the day we live in friends. You see that's why I say I don't, I don't have to begin to say Thus saith the Lord for me no, no, By now you should know that That's the spirit of God speaking When that grace When that when, when, when unction comes upon you There's no holding back You speak are we getting this, friends? So, we have also the message of the prophets, which has been confirmed without doubt. When you are in the prophetic, you don't have a doubt. Why? Because they brought you to the place of sight, they brought you to the place, to the realm of evidential lifestyle. The prophets, amen, are people who live in the realm of evidential lifestyle. They don't seek to promote a a truth for their own sake. They don't seek a man to declare the word of God for them to be loved. (laughs) They don't seek to promote the things of God to gather crowd. They don't seek to promote the things of God, to gather money for themselves. They don't seek to promote the things of God or to be loved by others or to be followed. No, they're not seeking for how many people follow them on Facebook or on on YouTube. No, no, no. They are declarer. Basically what I'm doing, this is a platform for me. If this platform shuts tomorrow, another one will open somewhere. And if no one opens, guess, guess what? I will find myself on a mountain declaring it. I will still be declaring the word of God. Amen. Because the word of God is not just about preaching to people. The word of God is also about preaching into the atmosphere. Preach into the atmosphere. And the birds will carry the message. Amen. Just like this platform is carrying the message. The waves are carrying the message into cities, into nations. The birds also can carry the message. You've got to understand as we as we engage coming out of the ark, every ounce of our life must be weighed again, amen, on the on the altar of God's truth, on the scale of God's truth. This is not the time for us, amen, to be looking at who approves it, who is following, who agrees. No, you don't have to agree. God is going to judge you for every word that you are receiving. God, let me repeat what I've said. God will judge you. Amen. That's why they say be careful of what you hear. With the measure you hear, you will be judged. God will judge us for every word. God will judge you for every word you are receiving. If your heart is not aligning, if you are not yielding, if you are not turning, if you are not submitting, God gave us a word. It was last week. This is the day where heaven is turning us. You know, it's like, it's like baking or you, you know, you're making your, what they call it now, for those who make pancake, I love to make pancake for my children. So I understand, let me talk about pancake because that's, that's, that's this, you know, that's, that's um, an environment that I understand. You know, in pancake, you've got to keep the thing on the fire, you know, one side, you keep it on the fire for a while, all right? then you've got to turn it again, alright? Or else one side is just going to be cooked, the other side is not cooked. So you've got to keep turning it, amen, until both sides, amen, until both sides are cooked. The same thing God does to us, (laughs) alright? Yeah, alright? He will keep us in a season at a particular side, and when that side is well built and well established and you think, well, I've arrived. They say, no, no, sorry. That's just one side. We've got to turn it again. We've got to turn the other side. So now they're turning the other side. The other side, God help if you're not ready. Because listen to this. The way they dealt it in one side might not be the same way they're going to deal with the other side. Because they know what is on the other side. Amen. And they want to cook you so that Amen. when they present you, others can enjoy Amen, the grace and the gift of God in your life. Basically, that's what I'm doing. All right. So now heaven is turning out. That's the most difficult aspect. Because if you don't, if you are not careful, if you are not expert in turning pancake, you, that thing might just fall to the ground. All right, you've got to, you've got to turn that thing accurately. And heaven is turning us, just like they said. I want to pour you from system to system. They want to sift every agenda. They want to sift every motive. They want to sift amen, every ideology. They want to sift out of your life, amen. Every sediment that have settled deep down in your heart that nobody seen. You understand? When you're thirsty, most than When you're testing, you don't begin. To look at, you know, the quality of the water you just drink, but in the things of the spirit, Adelaide, the fact that you're tested does not mean that you just drink. You've got to look at it, and sometimes when we look, we don't even see until they begin to magnify. We need special e- equipment to magnify to help us to see the inner particles. They will test the quality of the water because they want to be sure, Amen, that that water is. I told us a few days ago That Moses in his anger He he, he broke the law He ground it and into a powder And poured it into the stream For the entire camp to drink We don't want to do that in our day We want to understand What the spirit of God is saying And demanding Every ounce, every dimension Every le- leaven in our life Must be removed Because a little leaven Leavens the whole arms Many of the people that began in the prophetic in the past, they began well, but they got corrupt particularly when, you know, people began to heal them, when money began to come to them, you understand, when people began to give to them, you know, they depend, they they, they they took their eyes of God and start depending on men, and start depending on money, and start depending on fame, you see, men of God, back in those days, you you, you get yourself prepared, alright, to, you, you, you get to be invited to go preach, I could remember back in those days, I mean, I, I I get some invitation to come preach in some churches, you know, these churches, they are large and they are powerful and they, they've got money, <laughs> and so, you know, you, you, give to, you give the people what they want to hear and everybody likes you. And I remember one particular day I was going to preach in this friend of mine's church after I finished the first service in our church. And as I was going there ready for the message, I could remember, you know, because in fact, I remember that back in those days, I was late. That was before I got a car. I was late. So I got this tuk-tuk bicycle, you know, quickly got somebody to get me there. And I could remember the Lord began to challenge me while I was, be, while I was behind this, you know, this motorbike. And the Lord was speaking to me. That message that you have prepared is not the message that I have ordained to, for you to give to these people. And I was like, God, why am I going to stop preparing? And God says, no, you, go to the, you just take the podium. I will take over. <laughs> I will never forget. You need to see the face of the people. I mean, the things that, that was declared in that church. I mean, it was enough for them to stone me, to drive me out. But guess what? That was the word that people needed. You need to see how people were weeping and crying because the Lord exposed them to themselves. And in fact, I thought I would never get an invitation again. And the man of God walked to me after we finished and he was just sobbing and crying. I said, you know what? The Lord has been dealing with us on this thing. That you brought, you were a confirmation You brought a word of confirmation Imagine if I refused to listen to God Just because of thinking of the offering They were going to give to me and I never changed the message. I would have delivered a powerful message, they would have hailed it. But guess what? God would have judged me because I will never I will never have done the work of a true prophet. A word, the work of a true prophet is not to give you what you like, is to bring a word that will prick your heart, and you will know, like many of you know right now, that what I'm saying earlier is a confirmation, is an affirmation to the things, amen, that is buffeting the church, maybe your own life maybe my own life, but this is a word this is a noun word, these are the things that we have to proclaim and declare so that we don't continue to live our life amen, in deceit, in terms of right, we are wounded, but we just want to win the dress you know, uh, 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 the wound, We, we cannot do that, we have to open ourselves up, amen, to the ministry of truth, truth must minister to all the areas, amen of our brokenness, those areas that are leaking in our life has to be dealt with, amen, those areas that Needs the divine hand of God Sometimes the hand of God Is hard on us but we have to open ourselves to it so that we can receive The due healing Healing is for us But we have to be Open to the Ministry of the physician So we're dealing with some Powerful things here right friends I'm hoping that by Today we'll be done with all of this Foundational you know, structures that we've been building on, so that next next Sunday by God's grace or by next week, we can then begin to deal with some notes that you know we have here because I just felt heaven is bringing us into a new day, yes, and we have to contextualize this prophetic teaching to this new season. The new season demands that we correct the mistakes of the old, that we don't have a carryover. That we don't continue to live our life in the normalcy of the past and just say, well, well, well. It's a new day, well, let's continue. No, a new day means that we have to confront anything and everything in our life that are not aligned to God's counsel and will. Listen, friends. Spiritual things. Remember, we're dealing with this in our, our morning devotion. Spiritual things cannot be comprehended, nor appreciated if you have not been exposed open to spiritual realities to many people man, the things that I'm talking about is just well it's just this guy is just making noise why? because spiritual things are not real to them like I said if you live your life in time you you already judge people of the spirit all right, live in the spirit see things by the spirit. And based on that, based on their sense of spirituality, they value spiritual things. What am I saying? What, what am I saying? Just as you will not just park your car anywhere, you know? You, you know, you just, you're driving, you just pack your car anywhere, you know, open the window and just decide to walk away. Just because you needed to do something. No, because you're aware, alright, that, you know, your car may be in danger, First of all, you've got security in the car. You've put some security features in the car, all right? You've got your, uh, uh, you know, your demobilizer and all of that. You, you know the things that you do, you make sure that the car is locked. You understand? Because in the natural realm, or maybe it's just your, your iPad, your laptop, your one of your device, all right, and you, you're somewhere, you know, in a cafeteria, all right, you are having a coffee and you're drinking, you know, you and you're enjoying yourself and you then you just leave the thing there and then you go into the toilets. You just walk away and say, well, I I know this thing will be fine. You just walk into the toilet, not bothering you. Or you leave your phone there. Of course you know that you must take your phone. You know that you must take that thing. Why? Because something in you tells you that uh, this thing is not secure here if I'm not there. So if I'm going to leave, then I've got to, first of all, make sure that I secure that device. Or I secure that car. Because there are people watching you. You understand? The moment you leave, that's an advantage for them to take that thing. We are so aware, amen, of our position, our security, our human security. We're so, we are so humanly, amen, so humanly aware of our environment, but we are so totally ignorant of our true spiritual, you know, awareness. And this is why sometimes I get angry with even people that are close to me, because I could see the sheer blindness and ignorance. Because we treat spiritual things as if, well, it doesn't matter. I can always, you know, I can always pray. I can, I can always do it. Our response system to the things of God is what is killing us today. It's, 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 in fact, is the reason why we are being judged. Because we are too kind of minded. We are too fleshy. We are too human. We are too human. So, so uh, 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 we, put, we put material kind of things first you know spiritual things second in fact we put it third so the enemy comes he gives us a good one he lashes on us and then we quickly to cry oh god 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 that was like living in the days of the judges a few days ago I was, I was you know I was just having a bath and the Lord began to speak to me about the days of the judges ending he said we've been living in the day of the judges where you know when people, the people of God cry to God God will send them a judge the moment the judge dies, the things of God also dies. The people go back into sin. The Bible says, "In that day, you will not need one to teach you, to show you about the ways of God." He said, "Because I will put my laws in their heart." What is God doing? What is God doing through Isaiah Phillips? God is quick. Crit- Clearing the pathway, It's like a construction is going to take place in your heart. All right, God says, "I will, I will put my law. He will build his house, the tabernacle of David that will be restored, that will be established in our heart." Amen. Is the ground is being prepared? God says, "I will." In that day, no one will teach them, not the Lord, but the the ground to enter into that realm amen, is being prepared right now. So they are removing things. All right? They are bringing us into awareness. They are reconstructing values. They are building capacity. This is why I said to us, if you have not encountered love, it's time to go back to him. Because these are the things that will become the building blocks of your engagement and experience with the things of the spirit less alright. god begins to walk in your life you think it's the devil and you start fighting and they say but it's not the devil it's me all right and you miss your day of visitation so you've got to understand the context of what the spirit of god is doing right now if we're gonna clear the mess that is across the body of christ if we are going to restore christ back and his kingdom back if christ is gonna come back and take his place amen within the structures of what we define as the ecclesia. Oh Lord help me. There's going to be a lot of cleaning up. A lot of pulling down. A lot of renovations are going to be taking place. Are you ready for that? Before they can build there has to be a clearing. There has to be a leveling. All of the things, ideas, views, values that we have imbibed that is not of God. must come down. It must come down. It must come down. The loftiness of men, the high looks, the pride, the deceit. The, the, what I call you know, deceit is the religious pride. You see, religious pride is always camouflage. amen, <laughs> in, in, in deception. You don't see it. So they, they open the eyes of the prophet. He, he digs deep. He brings it out. He brings it out. Why? Because God wants to do a quick walk in our day. God wants to do something new in our time. And the Lord is saying, for for me to perfect the things that I need to do, I need you, my son, to help the people see the things that I'm pointing at. This is a difficult job, but it is doable. Thank you, Jesus. So we can see, friends, that there must be evidence... The evidence are not what is visible to the eyes. The evidence are what is visible to you. We also have the message of the prophets which have been confirmed beyond doubt. And you, and you, now listen to this, and you will do well to pay attention. I'm reading scripture, 1 Peter 1, verse 19. It said, and you will do well to pay attention to this message. Don't pay. Don't just pay attention, amen. To the man, pay attention, amen. To the message the man is bringing, you would do well to pay attention to the message, as to a lamp. Listen to this: as to a lamp shining in a dark place. Can you see how scripture is explaining scripture? As to a lamp shining in a dark place. <laughs> what at the dark place? Come on, you. We all. We all know. The dark place of our minds. The dark place of our, of our thoughts. The dark place of our desire, decisions. The dark place of our motives. The dark places of our agenda. God is interested in the dark places of our lives. The dark place of our communities, yes. The dark place of our family, of our society. Shining as a light, shining in a dark place. The prophetic is God's light, shining in dark place. the prophetic amen is the light of god shining in the dark places you know dark places are secret places whenever and wherever we see darkness there's a sh- there's a shredness of you know secrecy as a light shining when the light begins to shine in dark place, dominion is established, government is established. But here is the truth: if God's light wants to shine in the dark places of our lives, and listen, listen, friends, let me let me balance what I'm saying. The dark places of our life does not necessarily mean the sinful places of our life. The dark places of our life could also mean the realms of ignorance. The realms of what? Of ignorance. Yes. Places that we have refused to allow God, amen, to direct us to see. He said you must pay attention. You know, there are things in our life that we don't pay attention to. I am one by the grace of God that I like to pay attention. I like to pay attention to things and to people around me. And that has helped me. When we are not quick to pay attention, particularly to, to things that we will not naturally accept as things we need to give attention to. Have you noticed that most of the time we find ourselves regretting Something looks okay, looks nice, but you never really pay close attention. To pay pay close attention means to see beyond what you're seeing, to have the second eyes look beyond the things that you're not seeing. You see, Joshua paid attention to what the Gibeonites brought, but they came in deception. He listened to them. The Bible says he sampled the things they brought. When you pay attention, it means that you are exercising, if you will, a degree, amen, of discernment. You pay attention, you look at things around you. It doesn't have to be, if you will, some spiritual things. They could even be nature. You know, things that you will not even bother about. It's important that we create a lifestyle of Paying attention. You know you can listen to people. And still not hear them. You can be listening to people. And still not be hearing what they are talking about. Because we pay attention to what people are saying. But we don't pay attention to the heart. To the mind. To the motive behind what they are saying. Any true prophet understand that. You don't just listen to people speaking. I don't just read what people are talking about. Or posting or writing. No. I try to catch the heart the spirit the motive behind what they are talking about because that is the real thing that they are saying you say you 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 will do well when you pay close attention to this message you cannot pay attention if you don't have a sense of honor respect and value for the things of god you see you pay attention to what you value imagine your boss is speaking to you alright and you're busy around, looking around, you won't want to do that, because you would, that will would be tantamount to what? To disrespect. Yes. So you pay close attention, even if the things that he's saying doesn't warrant that, you know, degree of attention, but you want the boss to know that you are paying attention. You nod your head. Yes, yes, all of that. You see, because you are aware of his position. When we become aware of the place and the value of God in our life, ah, we will pay not just not just attention, close attention. My son, give attention to the words of your father. Until you pay attention to the things of God, you start paying attention to the things of the spirit, the father will not reveal to you greater things. Because the Lord knows those who honor his word. The point is, when you start paying attention to this prophetic message, the Lord starts opening your spirit. The Lord starts expanding your understanding. They know that you're not just here for the taking. They know that you want something to change your life, to change your motive, to change your desire. You want something that will make you a better person, for his own glory Listen, you're not looking for a better you <laughs> You're looking for amen, the, 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 the you that was Never revealed through the light That's the you that you're looking for The better you Amen Is the, is the, is the realm of life That Christ's light shines upon And exposes When we run to the light We become better humans When we hide from the light, we become instrument in the hand of the enemy. I discovered years ago that running from the light only destroys me the more. So I rather run to the light, even in my sin. If I'm in sin, I run to the light. Because you'd rather fall in the hand of God than to be hiding from him. Hiding from him only empowers the devil to gain more ground over your life, over your mind, over your thoughts. Listen to this. Never, never agree with the devil that you cannot change. Maybe I'm speaking to somebody. Never allow the enemy to tell you that you cannot change. Listen to this. Of course, you cannot change yourself, but I know a God that can change you. And this speaks deep into the message that we're looking about. We're looking into because there are people who have handled the messages of God, who have handled the things of God, but they have not submitted submitted themselves to the process of change. They've not submitted themselves to the process of change. So they romance the things of God, but they're not ready to marry the things of God. They love the idea of the things of God, but they're not ready to commit themselves to the things of God. They desire the things of God, but that's where it stops. A desire that is not implemented would die, all right? In the realm of just fantasy. But desire is very powerful. But if that desire is not given a voice, it will die in the realm of fantasy. So let's 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 understand what the Lord, amen, is sharing with us. These are powerful spiritual nuggets, powerful spiritual nuggets that will allow us, that will assist us, amen, to begin to. You know, see the heart of God, the mind of God, and of course, yield to us His, his, his intentions, His His program, and His desire for us. And I just feel like, alright, I need to start to round up this morning. Uh, um, yes, I think I need to begin to round up. So, we, we, we've we dealt with something, amen? We are all called, we are all called, we are all called and saved, amen? Not by our own works, but by His own purpose, amen? And by the grace that is granted us in Jesus Christ before time began. And I remember sharing on that powerful concept that when you live in time, listen to this. When, as a believer, when you live in time, you live in the manifestation of something. And most time it may be judgment. So you don't want to live in time. What do I mean by this? Somebody may say, well, what do you mean by not living in time, living in eternity? Basically what that means is you, you must live by the Spirit. When you live by the Spirit, you don't live in time. So, your judgment, amen, is always by the Spirit. The Bible says, henceforth, we know no man after the flesh. In other words, you don't see people based on what you see in time and space. You've got to, if I must understand who, you know, Mervyn September is, I must understand him in the Spirit. I must know him in the Spirit. When I understand him in the Spirit, I'm able to relate and connect with him in the Spirit. So time amen does not become the judge of our relationship. you see why many people amen really uh, uh, get to lose out of what God amen has given to them or some relationship God has committed into is because they judge that thing based on time. Time means now. But the Bible says now faith is where times where time stop is where faith began begins. Now faith is the substance of things we hope for, the evidence of the things we do not see. By it we understood that the elders. Come on. When you begin to live life outside of time, you see, when you live life outside of outside outside of time, you begin to appreciate the power of prayer, right? <laughs> because prayer is always about dealing with things you don't see. <laughs> Prayer is always dealing about dealing with things, amen, that you have not seen. You're, so you're living, hallelujah, within the reality of, of, of eternity. But like I said, eternity doesn't mean forever. Eternity means the heart of God, the mind of God, the ways of God, the will of God. And when you begin to connect from that realm of eternity, guess what? You begin to speak into things that will shift the environment of your time. That's why I can pray. And that's why I can prophesy and can say, Father, I thank you for what you're doing across the land, across the nation. Thank you for what you're doing in the life of my brother, Bukiso. Thank you for what you're doing in the life of my dear sister, Nkumisa. Thank you for what you're doing in the life of my dear sister, uh, uh, Dione. And thank you for what you're doing. Thank you for your building. Thank you for building building your your purpose in them. Thank you. Now, as I begin to interact with the eternity that is designed, amen, for your life, as I begin to interact with that, amen, I begin to bring the kingdom of God down into your space, into your life. That's why the power of prayer, hallelujah, can change anybody. People you've never met before. People you don't know. When you begin to interact in the spirit, hallelujah, that connects with that person, you begin to shift them. You begin to change them. You begin to, Alleluia, imprint the values of heaven. Remember what they said to, you know, to Saul of Tarsus, get up, go to a, a place called Straits in, 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 you know, in the city. You will find a man, all right? And yes, he's going to tell you the things you need to do. Begin to show you things that define your life. That is, that's the heart of the prophetic there. It's important that we understand these things. When we understand these things, our values of life changes. You're no longer boggled and captured and imprisoned in time. I, 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 I said this some time ago. Paul was in the prison but his influence in the prison was transforming the church across the land a man in prison, chained but his position of authority was transforming was transforming the churches why? because he, he carries a, you know a cloud he carries grace that's what we're talking about friends This is the heart of the prophetic. This is the mind of the prophetic. That we are not bound. We are not limited to a space. So you don't live your life based on the four walls that you see. What you see is a manifestation of something. Don't let that cripple you. Why we look not to the things that we see. What have I been doing? I've been giving us, amen, the footing. Listen friends. All of the things that I've been talking about are the things that you don't get to hear. People don't get to talk about when they're explaining the prophetic. But these are the things that forms. These are the things. These are the pillars. These are the foundation, amen, that holds the house together. You see, if these things are not there in us, ah, I've seen great men of God, powerful prophets fall like placards. I've seen a whole ministry collapse. Why? Because this, this truth are not embedded within the structures of our life. So we we are not into you know just the surface. We are not into into the fruit. We are into first into the roots. Come on, friends! I say we are first into what uh, the root. The root will always define the fruit. The root, as long as there's a root, it's only a matter of time there will be a bearing fault. The Bible says, "By their fruit we shall know them." The fruit that is connected to the right root will always bring forth the right fruits. But the fruit amen, that is that is not well sourced, well connected to Christ, the roots. The Bible says Christ is the is the rock, is the foundation. If our life is not connected, remember I made a statement. I don't know when I made the statement, maybe sometimes this week. I say we we know Christ in measure and Christ, amen, are in dimensions. Christ are in dimensions. Christ are in Dimensions. The dimensions of Christ in our life will speak into the measure that we will produce of Christ. Let me round up with that chat again because that chat is important. Love, holiness, and sovereignty. These are not messages, these are character values. Love, holiness, and sovereignty, they are not message. They are the character. Love, we say, is trust, not your confidence. Holiness, we say, amen, is beauty, righteousness, and identity, Right? We say sovereignty is faith, hope, and representation. These are not messages you preach. These are, amen, the, the values that must construct, that must redefine your life, my life. When these three courts Holiness means, amen, and it's the center. Holiness means wholeness. Wholeness is identity, is righteousness, is beauty. The greatest problem of man, or let me say, the, one of the greatest problems of man, amen, is insecurity, low self-esteem. When you understand who you are in Christ, and you understand who Christ is in you, you begin to reflect beauty, righteousness, righteousness, an identity is identity, amen. The right sense of identity that gives us the courage to become prophetic. You see, as I speak right now, somebody say, "Oh, this guy, you know, he's speaking with, you know, maybe uh, uh, somebody say, speaking with arrogance." Well. The reason why somebody will say speaking as, as arrogant is because that person has a low self-esteem regarding the things of the spirit. Because one of the core nature of the prophetic is boldness. And when a prophet speaks from a position of boldness, if you don't understand the nature and the character of the prophetic, you will basically say, is this guy's arrogant? Now, my arrogancy is not like I'm saying, by tomorrow, your million is going to come. Now, that is arrogance. And that is carnal. You will never hear me say such a thing. But I will tell you, Love, righteousness, love, holiness, and sovereignty are the core dimensions, amen, that, that defines your love, that defines your life. Now, you, if, you, if you say that is arrogant, I'll say thank you. That's a good arrogance because I know without this, you're going nowhere. You're going nowhere. You're becoming nothing. Nothing. Because there is nothing God can walk in the life. There is nothing heaven will deposit or has deposited in you that will walk if these things are not in elevator. if these things are not brought to life, if the love of God is not in you. You understand? You'll be doing things for people's pleasure. You'll be doing things for people to love you. All right? You'll be selling yourself. Amen. You'll be cheapening yourself. You'll be doing all kinds of things. Amen. Because you do not understand what the love of God is. Amen. The love of God has been turned into something else for you. Amen. If the holiness of God is not in your life, guess what? You will be you will be seeking for other things to make up, hear, for this d- dimension. Amen. Of the wholeness of God. Wholeness of God means the the completeness of Christ is there in you. And that completeness, completeness is identified, amen, in beauty. Beauty is glory. Beauty, amen, is, is what he had in mind when he says, Let me let, let me let me make you know this person, let me create this person, let me put this person there. Beauty means, amen, you're not looking at other people, amen, to define yourself. And other people, amen. Other people thought about you do not stop you from becoming what you have been ordained, amen. While there are a thousand and one prophet out there, but I know I'm a prophet of God, I know I've been called, and I know I have been resourced. So I I celebrate them, but their opinion about me, amen, does not affect me. Your opinion about me does not affect me. Because he who created me, placed me where I am. And he says, be Isaiah. I want you to be in this place. I want you to feel this place with my glory. So my life is a fragrance to where I am. It's beauty. But that beauty, amen, is an identity. It's an identity. If you don't understand this beauty, some people will come and take your space. And you you immediately move move away from them. Or rather, not move away from them. Give them the space. You give them your space. Why? Because they say you, you you don't fit here. You you you're not fit to be here. You're not fit to be in this space. You're not fit to be at this point. You don't you don't fit to hear this kind of a message. You don't fit to be in this kind of a man's life. So move away. You run like a chicken. But if you understand who you are, you don't need to be, you know, dressing yourself every week and be posting your picture on the, on Facebook for somebody to know that. Oh, I'm so beautiful. No, no. Listen to this. If how you fight the con- the issues of identity is by showing your face and how you look and the dresses you wear and all of that. And, you know, listen, if that is what defines how you fight the battles of life in terms of somebody want to take your space or take maybe whatever God has given to you. Guess what? You have lost the battle already. The Bible talks about the adorning of the hearts. The value of true beauty is of the heart. It's not in your face. It's not in what you have. It's not even in the qualification. It's in something that men, men cannot see with their physical eyes. But when the radiation and the radiance of God's light begins to overwhelm your life, I'm telling you, you will rule like a king. You will rule like a queen. You will rule like a prince. Why? Because you have the holiness is beautiful is righteous. Anything that has a right standing before the Father will shine forth His glory. You are not afraid of what men can do to you. You are not easily intimidated. Ah, I love this. You are not easily, in fact, you are not intimidated. I've said it before. I can stand in front of anybody and speak the word of God. It was never like that before. Something happened to me. I collided with God. You see, things must happen. When you say you have God in your life, there must be evidential reality of his presence. Don't just tell me I've got God in my life, but we can't see it. The Bible says the pure in heart will see God. When you see God, your message will change, your heart will change, your values will change, your beliefs will change, your intentions will change, your character will change, your your views will change. How you speak will change. How you look at other people will change. You will have honor, respect, dignity. Pride will be a thing of the past. No matter where you are, what you have, when you collide with God, people can people can step into your space. And you allow them to be and you are never afraid or you're never intimidated by who is there have you seen how people you know get jiltry when they start walking in a place where other people know better than them oh it's like oh it's like their world is dead why are you feeling so insecure if if you don't know why don't you just learn from that person and stop doing everything because you feel insecure insecurity has robbed so many of their prophetic position. Of their grace and gifting. And of their ability. Amen. To, you know, to to give into society. If you see a beautiful person. You don't need to start making yourself more beautiful. To think you're going to account. No, no. You've got to work on something on the inside. That is not there. Listen to this. Physical attraction will never last. It's for a moment. Have you noticed men. When they get attracted to a beautiful woman. Alright. Tomorrow when they see another woman that is more beautiful, they leave that person, they get attracted to the more beautiful. Next tomorrow they see somebody more beautiful. Yes, that is when the things of God, we don't get attracted to physicality. We get attracted to a man, to the dimension of eternality. We get attracted, amen, to the values. You see, Jesus Christ is the most beautiful of them all. But what, what is the reflection of the beauty of Christ? They are the values that define who he is. Not how he looks. There are people who give you the description of how Jesus looks. Oh, I saw. <laughs> if you allow Hollywood to deceive you of how Jesus look, you will have a wrong expectation. If you ever get to be attracted to the beauty of Jesus, then you are telling me that you are getting attracted Amen, to his nature, to his character, to his values. Yes cannot get attracted to you know, a white robe a white Jesus with a robe flowing down with the white hair or with the golden hair <laughs> I mean you, will, that be, will that be what is attracting you to Jesus hmm? a street made of gold heaven and all his structure is that what is motivating you to want to go to heaven to live in a mansion Come on, friends. We don't even understand. We can't even begin to comprehend when the Bible talks about, you know, the beauty of heaven and the, and the, and the, and the mansion. and the, Excuse me. Wow, God must have something else in mind that we are not picking up. Because it cannot be to just be able to sleep amen, in a nice bed in heaven, in a street made of gold or glass. That you can see everything transparent. I mean, what's it, what what even privacy do you have? You know that in heaven there's no privacy because everything is is like crystal clear. It's gold. It's shiny. You know. <laughs> we have a total, total different value system and belief system regarding the things of the spirit. So if if you cannot comprehend the things of the spirit, <laughs> then you need to go back to kindergarten, spiritual kindergarten. What attracts people into my life is because of the spiritual beauty they see. What attracts me to people is because of the spiritual beauty I see in them. Male or female, I'm attracted to the beauty in the life of people. Just as I know people are attracted to the beauty of God in my life. Wherever you are, if you carry the expression of Christ, I, I will chase you to the whole because I'm attracted to that beauty. That's me. I will will never leave you. Even if you don't want me, I will pursue you because I see Christ in you. And I know it's the same thing. That is the value of the kingdom. Nobody gets to be attracted to material things, earthly things, worldly things. The Bible says they are passing away. They are passé. Wordly things are passé. They are passing away. They don't last. Including the beauty. Including age. That's why you see young people, after a while, they begin to age. The wrinkles begin to show. Then the man can't stand properly again. They start bending. <laughs> yes, at some point he can preach all over the place. But guess what? He got to age. He, he begins to age. He can't even stand to preach. Now he has to sit down and preach. He, you know, all of those thing. We have to factor eternity within the structures of our life. So we are not shortchanged changed by temporal things. Love, holiness. Where there is true love, there is holiness there. Love, the love of God never takes advantage of people. Because the love of God is holy. Where you understand the sovereignty of God, you know on that you know are under divine rule. The rule of God. That, that is what it means. The sovereignty of God means you are under his divine rule. You are under his divine government. In other words, you no longer belong to yourself. You only do what he says. You respond to his desire. You go where he leads you. And where he rejects, you don't want to be there. Places he, he disallow, you don't want to find yourself there. Yes, this is the divine sovereignty. The spirit of the Lord will rest on him. That's the governing order of the prophetic. The spirit of the Lord will rest on him. When that spirit rests on you, every other thing must follow suit. Talk about wisdom. Talk about knowledge, understanding, counsel, power, fear of God. All of that, they fall under what? The sovereignty of God. If you have not brought yourself under God's sovereignty, don't even begin to talk about wisdom because you're not going to get it. Don't even begin to seek, amen, you know, for the fear of God because you only fear God, amen, when it suits you. You only respond to God. You only, amen, respond to God when it suits you. But when you come under sovereignty, it's called sacrifice in death or life. Let his will be done in my life. He didn't call us to that, he himself showed us that. He has come, amen, to fulfill the will of his father. He hung on the cross. He died on the cross. It's a pattern. He left us an example that we may follow his footsteps. This is the heart of the prophetic. Before we talk about some depth and revelation and God knows what, all of that are inclusive in the nature, in the structure of a being called Christ. When we understand this, when you understand the things that I've talked about, there is no revelation that is given to you that you will not pick it, and there is nothing that somebody will be talking about that you will not be that you will not be able to accurately, accurately, amen, judge it. And I hope you understand that the word judgment is a positive word; it's not negative. You see, these things will not make you get carried away or be deceived. The things we're talking about. Just think about this. This thing that we've been dealing with. You would never miss God. Because you know that everything that sounds right. That looks right. Does not necessarily have to be right. So you use the the, the, the principles that have been given to you. To discern those things. You listen. But you're listening beyond what the person is saying. You're listening to the things that person is not saying. You're watching things and you're picking things by the Spirit. You're not, you're not, you're not, you know, uh, uh, emotionally, you know, driven. You're spiritually driven. Your emotion is good, but it's good when it's surrendered to the leadership of the Spirit. Your judgment is good, amen, when that judgment is used to the authority of the Spirit. Your discernment is good, amen, and it becomes even more effective. When it flows in the direction of the voice of the Spirit. Come on, friends. Thank you, Father. This is what we're talking about. The three-chord, love, holiness, sovereignty. When you have this, we're ready to build the mountain of the Lord's house. When you have this, we're ready to build the mountain of the Lord's house. That will attract men to stream to it. But if this is not the, it's not in the structure that defines our spiritual culture. Whatever is built within us is only a matter of time. Before the wind of this world. Before the spirit of the age collapse them. So friends, how would it be? What would be our choice today? What are the areas we need to repent of? This is the call to action. What are we going to do with the things that we have heard? Are we just going to hear them and after the message, well, that's a good one. Praise God. Life continues. No, this should adjust you today. This should realign you. This should hit you like a rock. This should leave a scar in your heart for a while until there is an adjustment of healing in all those areas of your life that you have led you know, the enemy to invade. You cannot move on. We cannot go further as we are coming out of this ark and not address this area. We will repeat the same mistake. I don't want us to do that. Let's not sneak into the things of God by night. Let's not come like like the Pharisee Nicodemus with his guardedness. With his sense of pride and and power and pomposity, coming to Jesus in the night, sneaking in on Him. Jesus, remove the charade and say, "Hey, you got to be born again. It's time, friends. You have to be born again. There is no place in the Scripture that says to us we need to be born again once." because to be born again means to be renewed. In fact, according to Romans 12:1, that idea of being renewed in the spirit of our mind is being born again because something in you is reborn into new into new reality, into new life. I mean, I've been born I've been born again for several seasons of my life. This this truth will cause you to be born again. This truth, I I told you, there are certain prophets when they hear this thing, they will shut down their ministry. Close it down. Because that thing was built on a presumption. You cannot build the things of God on presumption. And when we talk about presumption, we're talking about the state of our heart, the little leavens that are there, the doors that we have left open that we have refused to shut. It's not just about function. The prophetic is not just about function. It's about the state of a being. It's not about self-deceit or delusion. It's about exposing yourself to light. As the shining of the light in the dark place. And that light will continue to shine until the dawn of the day. And until the rising of the morning star. When the money star rises in your heart, the job is done. Lord, we honor your name. Once again, you have not disappointed us with the richness of the declaration. Thank you. I am personally grateful to be a vessel, to be an instrument. To bring the life, the authority of this word. In you, there is no deceit. In you, there are no lies. We can't pretend around you. No. I thank you, Father. Thank you for the life of my brethren. Thank you, Father, for many out there from different parts of the world. Who I've watched, who will be watching, who will be listening to this broadcast. Thank you for their life. Thank you. It's a shift. There are messages you brought into my life that changed my life forever. I believe this message is one of those messages, Father. That will enter into people's life and space that will change them forever. It's my desire. It's my prayer. That is my longing. That this word, of oh God, will not just be another exciting words, But it will be a word that will cause us to say, okay, from today. These are the things I am ready to change. I am ready to embrace. These are the things I am ready to press into further to become even more perfected. Remember, friends, we are being built unto the full stature of Christ. You know, you cannot build down, you build up. You stand from down and build up until we come to the full statue of Christ. The ascended ministry is to bring people to the ascended realm. So Father, I thank you. Honor and glory. Thank you for the things you've done in my own life. You're doing in my life. This is not just about the people alone. It was Paul who declared, that I don't want to be a proclaimer, a declarer of the, of the message, bring people to truth, while I myself be a castaway. No. It's a two-edged sword. The prophetic is a two-edged sword. As it penetrates the heart of the people, it penetrates my own heart. Breaking and helping us all to make clear understanding in discerning the very structures of our life. Yes. That's what your word says in Hebrews 4.12. The word is quick and powerful. It's sharper than any two-edged sword. It breaks, it pierces, it divides, it lays bare. The word of God, the only thing that can separate the influence, the the understanding, the character of the soul from that of the spirit, only the word of God. So thank you that the ministry of the word once again has brought to bear, has separated so we can see. When the word, this is the beauty, this is one of the purpose of the word of God. This is why you hear a message. It helps you to understand, to separate, to discern the life of the soul from the life of the spirit. There are Many of us preaching, proclaiming and declaring soulish message that we think is actually prophetic spiritual. So I thank you. Continue to walk in our life. Thank you for grace. Thank you, Father, for trust. Thank you for the ability to walk in the spirit of divine nurturing. Thank you for confidence, O oh God. Thank you for beauty, holiness. Thank you for righteousness. Thank you for power of identity, faith, hope, capacity to stand in divine representation. We thank you, O oh God. We honor you. We bless you. Grace and truth continue to grow in our heart. Thank you, Father. Thank you, Father. Thank you, Father. Thank you for the revelation, the testimony of our Lord Jesus Christ which is the spirit of prophecy. We bless you, God. We yes. honor you. In Jesus' name. Amen. And amen. And you shall know the truth. And the truth you embrace will set you free. Will set you free. I want to thank everyone once again this afternoon, this morning, for joining us, for connecting with me. Thank you for being part of this live broadcast, this life transforming word. I want to believe somehow that you have opened your heart and you've allowed God's word to judge your heart so you will not be condemned with the world. Let's continue. Please share this message with your friends, with your loved ones. Yes. Let them feel the the severity of God. Let them feel the authority, the power of God. Let them feel, amen, the comings of God in this new day. We're coming out of the ark and we're coming to meet with him. He's ready to meet with us. We're not going to turn back. We are not going to turn back. No matter the storm, no matter the wind, the fire, hallelujah, we're not turning back. We're coming to him. We want to be one with him. We want to be one with him. Because that is what is going to change the world. It's not more of the knowledge we carry. No. When a people encounter God, they can transform their world. This is what we are looking for. So thank you once again, everyone. I appreciate and may your connection. May the Lord continue to bless you, encourage you in, in standing for him. May you continue to be a disciple of Christ. May you continue to, you know, give him your ears to hear and your heart, amen, to respond to truth. May his will continue to prosper in your life. May you become a vessel that will light up your space and environment for his glory. Once again, thank you everyone for joining. I appreciate your connection uh, this morning. This afternoon, uh, yes, this afternoon by God's grace, we will be uh, uh, meeting in the 530 with our interactive group. Um, session on the spirit of the age. If you can make it you'll be more than welcome please to join us. Thank you everyone. God bless you. Enjoy the rest of your day. Bye bye.